And one of the things I wanted to get to right off the top was this. Uh, the friction continues between Edmonton City Council and the Edmonton Police Commission. The latest rub has Mayor Amarjeet Sohi saying the current model for local police oversight, which is the Edmonton Police Commission, needs to be reviewed because he believes it's not providing the accountability and scrutiny that Edmontonians expect. The model is in fact what is used by police services right across the country and in Alberta it follows rules set out in the Alberta Police Act which is under review as we speak. Our first guest this afternoon is a Justice Studies instructor at, Nor uh, instructor at Norquest College and also a former Edmonton police officer Dan Jones joining us on the show this afternoon. Hey, Dan, welcome to 630 Chad. Hi, thanks for having me. All right, so where do you start with this? When you take a look at what's happening right now with uh, Edmonton Police, uh, the Edmonton Police Service, the Edmonton Police Commission, and Edmonton City Council, what is your uh, analysis of, of, of what is going on, their cause of the friction and and, and the this this constant fighting that we're seeing? Well, I think what's I think you can rate, take this right back to 2020 and the murder of George Floyd. There's an expectation of more accountability, more transparency, in police agencies across the across the Western world. Uh, and when there is a, the police commission in the in, in you know in between, the the politicians side of it is having a hard time with that. And the police commission, we have to remember, they're there to prevent both. Um, political um, interference as well as provide governance and oversight and it's right now it just seems like they're just bashing against each other and it's creating a lot of noise and I think there's ways to address it but I also think uh, that noise is unfortunate because I think we're losing you know what's actually important um, and what's actually important is community safety and well-being for the citizens of Edmonton. You know you bring up a lot of things there Dan and I want to talk to you about uh, a few of them. You, you talk about police and police services needing to be more transparent. When you say more transparent what does that look like you know, no pun intended like, <laughs> fair enough what it looks like to me is and i think what it looks like from an evidence-based perspective when you look at research that's being done in these spaces and places where you need to have outcomes and those outcomes need to be provided to the citizens of edmonton we provide policing provides outputs all the time we talk about we've seized this much drugs okay if you saw see 55 million dollars worth of drugs did we reduce the cost of drugs? Is there a supply and demand issue that we've impacted or no? And if we aren't introdu introducing those concepts and going outcome-based policing where we're showing harm reduction, mm -hmm. reduction of, of violence and all those types of things, we're not actually telling people what the police are doing. Okay, so we need to show it, explain it, maybe then show it again. So then when it comes to the Edmonton Police Commission, how does it be more transparent? Well, and that, this is the other part that people don't realize. The Edmonton Police Commission has no say in operational policing. They have oversight. They are the chief's boss, but they can't tell the, the police what to do with the money they get. And this is where that rub comes. And I think this is where policing has traditionally been a closed system. We are in the midst of probably the worst police legitimacy crisis since Rodney King with the, with the murder of George Floyd. And that's going to take policing taking steps forward to the community and being a little bit more open and maybe a little bit more vulnerable. 
Dan Jones joining me this afternoon, a justice studies instructor at Norquest College, former police officer himself. Now, Dan, we know that, and I mentioned this off the top, that, that commissions and uh, ad, uh, police commissions and police boards or house services are, uh, right across the country uh, do things. Uh, that, that This is how it works, right? I mean, right across the country. Is there a better way of doing this, and what does it look like? Well, you know what, one of the things that's done in the UK uh, is the College of Policing, where the College of Policing is an oversight body and it actually brings in evidence-based practices into all police agencies in in the um, United Kingdom. Now, that takes away some of the control of police chiefs, and I don't think necessarily everyone likes that idea, but when you look at it, what we really need to see happening in policing across the board is using evidence-based, research-based, academically-led um, research that shows the operational value of certain mm. things, hotspots policing, uh, if you will. One of the things that the mayor had said is that he's looking forward to an upcoming presentation from the commission on how it measures success and allocates resources. He's saying that he's hoping that the EPC will do a line-by-line -line analysis of the police services budget, similar to how council looks at other items. Is that something, is that a step in the right direction? I do. I believe that is a step in the right direction. Um, people want to know where their money is being spent. Um, there has been a call to defund the police. And what we've seen across the board, though, is a lot of agencies that were defunded have been their budgets have come back and it's one of those things where everyone's saying defund but no one's giving a tangible pragmatic answer as to what to do in that space if the police aren't there and i think when we do that line by line budget look if you do that and bring that into play what you have is an opportunity for people to come up with new ideas um, and maybe test target test and track those ideas to ensure that we are doing the right thing for the right reason and i have to say this with a do no harm mindset mm -hmm. um, we just have to be like that. We have to police like it's public health, and that there's they're so it's so intertwined. So, uh, you know, you talk about the you know things being um, intertwined. One of the very important things, and you touched on this earlier, uh, Dan, is the reason why that there there is a police commission, uh, there's the police service and city council. Is you know the the, separ the separation of state and police, and the fact that that's very very important, and, and it should continue to be an important priority. 100%. You can't have uh, elected politicians coming in and going, I need police to be in my um, ward right now because this is happening, and then superseding uh, other um, significant issues that are going on from a criminal perspective. That would be just inappropriate, and that's where the, the commission plays that role in that in that governance and prevention of that uh, of that infiltration if you will of getting things done just because you want them done and you're in the position of power there dan the, the mayor made it sound like that uh, he had concerns about the qualifications of some of the members of the edmonton police commission if they had the experience uh needed to do what uh edmonton police commission members needed to do um there what does a police commission member have to bring to the table and 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 is there training that goes along with it once you become a member of the Edmonton Police Commission yeah you know what I think the way it works I think is a really good model to we can always look at improving it but when you bring people from different walks of life different uh, communities different people into a space and then give them they take the citizens police academy which is an amazing program that the Edmonton police service has done for years i was fortunate i got to teach on it in the past where you you do some education around what policing looks like and what crime looks like and the history of policing and then there's also an, uh, a national governance body um that has um uh 
sessions every year where they have conventions where they bring in experts to talk about these things. So they do a good job of educating the commissioners mm-hmm. and the commissioners bring with them, you know, a view from the public as well, which I think we don't want to just have ex-police officers in police commissions um, because we think they're the ones who've experienced or have been trained better. And I, I don't think that's what the mayor is asking for, but I could see an argument for that. We know that there are no services across the ca- across the country that reports directly to to a city council. Um, um, moving forward, we know that the Police Act in Alberta is under review. Do you have any? And again, I'm going to ask you to look into your crystal ball, and I don't know if you have one or if you're willing to do so, Dan. But what what we might anticipate in in possible changes in the weeks months ahead. You know, when it comes to transparency, I I, I don't have a crystal ball, but I I would think that there may be a move towards having more um, ACERT-type things where it's removed from the police from an investigative standpoint where they investigate all complaints and then you remove that uh, in professional standards branch right out of of the policing budget and and maybe that's where a defund the police thing comes where they take that and they move that into a provincial serious investigations unit fully investigations unit for different transparency. Would moves like that, do you do you believe moves like that would have a big impact and, and, and maybe help change and smooth things over, of, of, you know, from, from what we've seen over the past year especially? I think, I, I actually don't think so because we've seen that happen in Ontario and it's still muddled. I think the main thing that has to happen is police agencies have to really get back to community. We, police agencies across the board have to stop telling community what they need to be safe and ask communities what they need to be safe. And police agencies across the board have to implement evidence-based practice with the do no harm mantra and get back into that community, get back into where we are seen as a, a legitimate power holder in the policing world in this country. What happened to community policing? Man, that was the, that was the buzzword 20 years ago. It's crazy. It's a buzzword with no true definition. Uh, <laughs> and what I actually believe is it's, it's, it's a relational, the relational idea. And it's the getting into, and I can tell you my own experience, if I had a Hall of Fame jersey in policing, it was walking a foot patrol on 118th Avenue for five years. Uh, I still talk to people this, to this day that are business owners, people that I were involved in criminality. And you become a fabric of that community. And we, I think we've lost that to some degree in policing because there's so many other uh, things that come up and we, we forget that we need to be a fabric of the community and we need to get to know everyone from all walks of life in our in our communities. Uh, and we I think that that's where policing is. Uh, you know, part, part of it is is, is all about, in, in, in any business, Dan, is developing relationships and having that relationship and then if all hell breaks loose, maybe knowing what is needed even before it happens, right? Like, it, it's, it, that's all part and parcel of, of, of delivering a good service. It's tough to develop relationships in crisis, and one of the things that comes out of not just George Floyd's murder, but when you start to look at police legitimacy, most communities aren't asking for the police to be gone. They're asking for the police to be there differently. Mm. They're asking for the police to be there in a more procedural, just, fair way. Dan, always enjoy our conversations. Nice to catch up uh, on the radio this time. Thank you for this.
Thank you. Yeah, take care. Dan Jones, a justice studies instructor now at Norquest College uh, and did serve with the EPS for a number of years. A number of really, really interesting thoughts uh, on that front. Again, uh, police review. The uh, We know that uh, the, there is a review underway right now, the Police Act. And so we'll see what that looks like in the, in the coming days. I've been told by my sources that uh, the announcements on that are coming sooner rather than later. But again, it would be nice to see uh, a movement forward for the entire community, whatever city council, whatever, you know, but but for the community that we live in, because I think that uh, there, there's a lot of noise out there. And yeah, some of that, that noise needs to be addressed, but it would be good if we could address it, figure it out, and then get back to the uh, to the job at hand.